Yes, 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 yes. Welcome to another interesting episode of All Things Basketball Podcast. And of course, I'm your host, Coach Luke. How's everybody doing out there in basketball world? Well, I hope you're doing well because we're just getting started, man. And we're moving closer to that milestone, episode 100. We're inching closer to that milestone. But I tell you what, we're just going to keep on grinding over here at All Things Basketball Podcast. Like you guys know we do, giving you the good content and information every Monday and Wednesday, 7 o'clock sharp. Well, let's get started on episode 94. In the name of episode 94, not the same. The name of episode 94, people, not the same. But before we get into episode 94, you know what we got to do. We got to tap in. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. All right. Finally, something's been done out of that New York Nick building, people. Steve Mills has been fired as the senior VP of the New York Knicks. Steve Mills has been fired as the senior VP of the New York Knicks. And James Dolan has cited Messiah Ujiri of the Toronto Raptors to take over. Now, of course, you know, uh, James Dolan has been courting Messiah Ujiri ever since the Toronto Raptors hoisted that trophy last year. All right, but, you know, Messiah Ujiri is interested in the job, but at the same time, he already put it out there that he need the keys to the car. He really needs the keys to the car. He's so good. He's the best uh, executive in the game, and he warrants a lot of money and a lot of uh, pull and power in your building if he decides to take the job. After all, you do know that Messiah Jury does not have to answer to anyone in the Toronto Raptors building. So he has a very sweet job and a very high salary in Toronto, and it would take a lot to get him to leave Toronto. But I think the Knicks have it. I really think the Knicks have all of the things that he needs, except they did not clean house because Scott Perry, the general manager, is still there. Now, you know, James Dolan knew that Messiah Jury was talking about cleaning the house and letting him bring his whole staff into the building for the Knicks to be successful. But, you know, James Dolan, as an owner, you know, he does things halfway. And so because he does things halfway, I don't really know if Messiah Jerry will jump on the job. Me as a New York Knicks fan, boy, I would love it if he take the job because that means winning is right around the corner. If Messiah Jerry takes the job, winning in New York is right around the corner. And from what I understand, Adam Silver, our commissioner, he really can't mingle in that way, but he's hinting around having a discussion with Messiah Jerry. As everybody knows, if the New York Knicks are successful, A, the NBA is successful. A lot of people don't like it. A lot of people aren't Knicks fans. But I tell you what, there's a lot of money in the melting pot. 
There's a lot of money in Hell's Kitchen. That means New York, baby. And when New York is successful, then the league is successful. People don't understand that. When a big market team like New York is successful, then then the league, whatever league it is, they are successful. And so that's what's going on out of that New York Nick building. Steve Mills was fired yesterday, and now James Dolan is now has got his sights on Messiah Jerry. Again, he's going to have to clean Total House. I don't know why Scott Perry is still there, but I do know why he was hired. Scott Perry was hired because he's the guy that drafted Kevin Durant when the OKC Thunder were then the Seattle Supersonics. They've since moved to OKC, and now they're the OKC Thunder. And so they thought with Scott Perry in the New York Knicks building that it would lure Kevin Durant to the New York Knicks. And as we know, that did not happen because Kevin Durant is a Brooklyn net. And so, I mean, you should have let both these gentlemen go. Um, um, I don't think either one of them were doing a very good job. They sat on their laurels and free agency, basically. They turned down an interview process with Kawhi Leonard, all right? And everybody who wanted Kawhi Leonard talked to Kawhi Leonard. And so the, the Knicks put out there that they wanted a big free agent, and then they reneged on the interview process with Kawhi Leonard. A lot of people don't know that. But Coach Luke knows that. And so I tell you, both these gentlemen should have left the building. But we'll settle for Steve Mills. You know, L.I., we got to pull, you know, but at the same time, he hasn't done a good job. Steve Mills hasn't done a good job, and Scott Perry hasn't done a good job for that matter. All right? And they use David Fisdale as the fall guy when both of those gentlemen should have been out the building before David Fisdale. Well, that's what's going on in that New York building. Again, Steve Mills, executive VP of the New York Knicks, was fired yesterday morning. All right. Zion versus Giannis. Phenomenal, man. What a matchup last night. I hope you guys watched it. It was a phenomenal game. Well, of course, you know Milwaukee had too much firepower, and Giannis had 35 points. But it wasn't wasn't all a waste because I tell you what, Zion was taking it to him, putting it on him a little something there for a rookie. Wasn't backing down. But you know, hey, Giannis is a bad, bad man, and he's an MVP, and he had to show the young boy, listen, I'm here, young boy, and I'm going to perform. But they battled. They battled, man, and Zion didn't back down. That's what I love about Zion. And he got, like I said in my last podcast, he's got his legs under him. So they were going tooth and nail, back and forth. But I tell you this, Giannis prevailed, and he has a good good team with him. All right? He's got a great team with him. Chris Middleton, Eric Bledsoe, all right? These guys were balling, and they're still balling. And so the Milwaukee Bucks took out the New Orleans Pelicans. But I tell you, the battle of Giannis and Zion was something pretty to watch last night. If you ever tuned into it, you know what I mean. I got a nice little glimpse of the game. I probably watched a quarter of the game. Again, Coach Luke, I can't watch all of the games, but I watch a little bit of the game, and that was just good enough for me. But coming out of that Pelican building, Zion against Giannis, 
went down last night. Phenomenal game, people. Well, people, tap in now. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. It really is for you. Let's do it. All right. James Harden came one rebound away from a triple-double last night. And it was kind of ironic. Him and his teammate, Austin Rivers, battled for the rebound. Well, Austin Rivers came up with the rebound, went down court, passed it to, um, you know, um, passed it to one of his teammates and went down court to get a shot and realized that James Harden was one rebound away from a triple double. And so all of his teammates were looking at Austin Rivers and saying, hey, man, you messed the whole thing up. But I tell you what, in the heat of the battle, I don't think Austin Rivers did it on purpose. But a lot of people in the in the in the um, media are saying Austin Rivers knew what he was doing. Austin Rivers meant to get that rebound instead of James Harden, and so they were going for the basketball, and Austin Rivers grabbed it before James Harden. And so if he knew it, I tell you, then that's a little sour grapes. But if he didn't know it, it's a it's a it's a basic basketball mistake, and we have mistakes. None of us are perfect. And I don't think Austin Rivers would mildly, uh, uh snatch the ball from James Harden. I don't even think he was looking at James Harden. And so, you know, the media is making a big, big deal out of it. And, you know, Austin Rivers is taking a lot of heat about it. But I just don't think he saw James Harden in his peripheral. I think he was going for the rebound, didn't know who was next to him, grabbed it and continued to play. You know, the game is moving so, so fast. I don't think Austin Rivers would do something like that on purpose. But the media is saying, and a lot of people are saying, not just the media, that Austin Rivers intentionally uh, outran James Harden to get the rebound. And so, hey, I don't know. It's apples and oranges. I just believe um, that Austin Rivers is not that mildest in the sense that he would do something like that to one of his teammates, all right? And so that's how I feel about that situation. But again, the bid was one rebound away from a triple-double, and his teammate, Austin Rivers, grabbed the rebound. All right. All right. The title of the show, man. The title of the show. Not the same. Well, college basketball is really, really suffering, people. College basketball on the men's side and the female side is suffering. The viewing is at an all-time low. The viewing is so low, it's it's been it hasn't been this low in a decade. And so there's concern. There's big concern on the collegiate level. Why? Because college football is soaring. And and you know, one of the things is that you can't leave college football for two seasons to go to the pros. But I tell you, the strict regimen that they have these young men under as far as, you know, the NCAAs and as far as college basketball is concerned has made a lot of young players go overseas, 
You know, they have this uh, G League elite contract right now that says some of them are taking that. Some of them, like I said, are going overseas. And some of them are just not going to college. They'll, they'll, they'll try their hand or their luck elsewhere to get to the NBA. And so with that being said and that being done, collegiate basketball on a whole, male and female, is suffering. They're suffering big time. And the viewers, no one's watching college basketball right now. No one is watching college basketball. And I'm very, very surprised because these are the young stars. Or are they the young stars? Because most of the people that are young stars, like LaMelo Ball, all right, and and, and, uh, several players are overseas right now. They're not playing collegiate basketball. And so that's what you have. You have a ton of the top elite players that play AAU basketball and high school basketball in America, per se. They're not playing collegiate basketball. They're really not playing collegiate basketball. They're trying their hand in China, Australia, and other places to make money. And then they're coming back to the NBA uh, a la LaMelo Ball and getting drafted high. And so that's what's going on with college basketball. They're very, very strict, all right? And the thing that's going on there is you're losing a lot of young players. A lot of the young players that are projected to go to the NBA are not playing collegiate basketball, man. And so that's what's happening with the collegiate basketball in America. It's at an all-time low. It is not the same, people. And that's why the name of this show is not the same. College basketball is definitely not the same. Um, I don't know what the collegiate level can do to change their fortunes, but I tell you what, right now, it doesn't look good, people. It doesn't look good. And I tell you what, I think March Madness can't come any sooner. The collegiate game is really waiting on March Madness because that's going to be the only dire hope that they have to build up the the game of collegiate basketball once again. I mean, they need a big boost from March Madness. That's going to be their only hope right now, collegiate basketball. But I'll tell you what, even the top matchups that they have on TV on Friday and Saturday nights, they're not getting viewers. I don't know what collegiate basketball can do to change this fortune. I'm just at a loss of words. College has always been the, the, the hotbed to see players before they get to the next level. And they've always been the hotbed, especially March Madness. And I think March Madness will be big again this year. March Madness is that time of year where it's one and done. And so I think it'll be big again this year. But I don't know what's going on overall as far as the viewership with collegiate basketball it is at a like i said it's at an all-time low uh it's been a decade 10 years since it's been this low all right once again people tap in baby tap into all things basketball podcast on instagram follow me and i'm gonna follow you tap into all things basketball podcast on facebook and if you need good training you know what to do Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, all things basketball podcasts. It's for you. Let's go. All right. 
We got that AAU profile, baby. That AAU profile, baby. Well, coming out of that uh, uh, Wisconsin area, man. Lexi Donoski, 5'10 point guard, committed to Ohio State already. All right. She goes to Aquinas High School in Wisconsin. And her AAU outfit is MKE WBB. Her AAU outfit, MKB WBB. I tell you what, Lexi Donarski is a heck of a shooter, man. Lights out. And her idol is Steph Curry. All right. And so you know she's a heck of a shooter. Spends countless hours working on her shot. Phenomenal player. And she'll be going to Ohio State next year. Okay. And once again, her AAU outfit, MKE WBB. Lexi Donarski. And that's our AAU profile for this Wednesday's show. Well, people, we reached that point in the show that we always reach. If you want to be a sponsor to All Things Basketball Podcast, or you want your ads to your company to be on All Things Basketball Podcast, hit me up at All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram and leave a message. And if you go to my Facebook feed, hit me up at All Things Basketball Podcast, hit the email button and leave your information. If you want to be a sponsor to the show, or you want your ads to your company to be on the show, these are the two things that you have to do. Thank you very, very much. Well, speaking of college basketball on the women's side, man, Baylor defeated UConn. Now you now you know UConn has a very storied franchise, man, and a very well coached franchise out there in stores, um, Connecticut. Phenomenal. But Baylor took care of them and broke their seven year home winning streak. They haven't lost a home game in seven years over there in Yukon in Stores, Connecticut. But Baylor walked in there last night and did their thing, man. All right? The University of Baylor is for real. And so now it leaves the Yukon Huskies licking their chops and after a defeat. They don't have many defeats in Yukon. Not many teams go and beat Yukon, whether it's on the road or whether it's at home. So UConn is a heck of a team, and you still got to watch them moving forward at the end of the season. But I tell you what, Baylor prevailed last night. Baylor really performed, and they knocked off the UConn Huskies and, and took care of them in great fashion on UConn's home court. And so their seven-year reign of undefeatedness in stores Connecticut is over. And so now Baylor is on the map. They've been on the map. But now Baylor is really looking at like a strong contender to hoist that trophy on the collegiate level. And so you really got to look out for Baylor moving forward because they're knocking off quite a few top teams. I believe they beat South Carolina too. So you really got to watch Baylor moving forward. And they're a well, well coached team. So you got to watch them moving forward. I'll tell you that. And so, again, Baylor took care of Connecticut and finished off their seven-year reign at home last night. Phenomenal game, man. Once again, people, tap in. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. 
Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. Big, big game tonight, people. Big, big game. Jimmy Butler and those Miami Heat are surging, man. They're the surprise of the league. But, you know, Eric Spolster is one of the top coaches, and he should be a nomination for uh, Coach of the Year this year with the job he's doing over there in Miami. They're a phenomenal team, and they're in the second uh, second seed right now. Now, whether they keep that second seed or not, this year has been a very, very good year for the Miami Heat. This year has been a very good year for the Miami Heat. But tonight, they're going up against a juggernaut, baby. They're going up against Kawhi Leonard, Pat Bev, PG, Paul George, Montrez Harrell, my man Sweet Lou Williams. They're going up against those L.A. Clippers tonight, baby. 10 o'clock, and if you're not doing nothing and you ain't got to get up so early like Coach Luke, that's a great game for you to partake in and watch. It's NBA at its highest level because both of these teams are playing at a very, very high level. The Miami Heat against the L.A. Clippers. It's going to be a phenomenal game, people. A lot of superstars going up and down that list. And so you, if you, if you get a chance to watch it, that's going to be the game of the night. I'm telling you, I'm calling it out. I think that's going to be the game of the night. There's a lot of great games uh, on, the, on the docket tonight, but I really believe that's the game tonight, the Miami Heat against the L.A. Clippers. It's going to be a phenomenal game, people. If you can check it out, do so. Once again, man, tap in. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. Well... We're not sure if my main man, R.J. Barrett, you know R.J. Barrett is coming off an injured foot right now. And the league really would love for R.J. Barrett to play in that Rising Star game coming up on All-Star Weekend. We haven't confirmed it, so so that just means that Zion is a no, I mean, not Zion, excuse me, R.J. right now at this moment is a no-go. That doesn't mean that he won't suit up. We don't know just yet. But the reason why the league would want this to happen is because Zion, of course, is back. His former teammate at Duke. And Zion will be playing in the Rising Star game. He didn't make the All-Star team. But Zion will be playing in the Rising Star game. John Morant will also be playing in the Rising Star game. All right, and so, you know, they definitely want R.J. Barrett to be there. Cam Reddish will be in the building. A lot of excellent uh, rookies will show up for the Rising Star game. And a lot of times, the Rising Star game outshines the All-Star game. The Rising Star game kind of outshines the All-Star game because a lot of the young players have a lot more to prove than the All-Stars. The All-Stars go out there and they... You know, they kind of play around a lot with the game, all right? But this year, I think it's going to be a whole lot more serious, 
of course, with what happened a couple of weeks ago, there's going to be a major, major tribute for uh, Kobe being Bryant. All right. It's going to be a lot of Kobe stuff going on for All-Star Weekend. And so I think the All-Stars this time will put their best foot forward. But coming out of that Nick building, it's been mums the word as far as R.J. Barrett playing in that Rising Star game. We really don't know yet. There hasn't been a yes or a no. We don't even know if R.J.'s back to shooting around status. He hasn't been cleared by the New York Knicks doctors to really play basketball. But that doesn't mean he won't get out there and perform. They might have been keeping it all hush-hush and, and, and break uh, and break R.J. out for the Rising Star game. And so coming out of that Nick building, we're talking about R.J. Barrett, my main man R.J. Barrett, playing in the Rising Star uh, uh, game the night before the NBA All-Star game. And we don't know. We just don't know because we haven't got confirmation that R.J. Barrett will play in that game. Well, people, it's been a ball, man. Episode 94, I like to thank everybody that downloads, shares, likes, everybody that supports All Things Basketball Podcast. And again, we're moving towards that 100th show, that milestone. We're moving in nice and fast. We're on 94, people. And so, hey, listen, I'll see you Monday, 7 p.m. sharp. And I'd like to thank my staff for hanging in there. It's been a couple of rough weeks. I got the number one staff in the media business, man. I got the number one staff in the media business. Well, I'd like to say good night. God bless you. I'll see you Monday.